Hi there, this is Prophet Jay. So let's get into this. Really excited. So we're going to talk about the aspects of the kingdom of God and what you need to reign. This might be a long series, but today we're going to talk about some very specific points and we're going to try to keep it brief, but poignant and just be able to raise you up and start helping you live the kingdom life. So here we go. So the first uh, scripture that I would like to do, there's only a couple today, but in Romans 14, 17, it says, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. I believe these are the first aspects of kingdom living that you need to implement in your life. Righteousness, peace, and joy. First of all, who doesn't want peace? And who doesn't want joy? I know I'm not very happy about things at times, but my joy is consistent and constant because it comes from above. And I know that things aren't always peaceful around me, but I have peace in me because I have the peace of God ruling in my heart. And then, for righteousness, that you need to be in right standing with God all the time so that you know that you're good, that in case you go to the other side, you're going to go to heaven. You want to have right standing with the Father. So let's go through each one of these and look at those aspects together. All right, so first we're going to talk about righteousness because it's the building block of everything of walking the kingdom life, of walking in the kingdom as aspects, walking in the kingdom itself, and moving in kingdom things. So, how does righteousness come? Well, righteousness comes through God and believing in Him. So, as it says in the scriptures, in Romans chapter 4, Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him as righteousness. Jesus fulfilled that and made it permanent. So he activated it. And the way that he activated it is if you read 2 Corinthians 5.21, it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away, and old things, and behold, all things have become new. And all things are of God. And God hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and have given us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us, we pray, you in Christ's stead, be reconciled to God. Now, here's the main point. For he hath made him to be sin for us, that means Jesus, because he who, and he knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So, it says it all. When you accept Jesus, when you receive him as Lord and Savior, when you humble yourself, deny yourself, take up your cross, 
walk on the narrow path and follow him and are committed to following Jesus and you repent and you receive the his blood covering, you are now righteous before the Father. When Jesus looks at you, he sees Jesus. He doesn't see you. He doesn't see your sin. He sees your identity wrapped in Jesus Christ. And God's number one determination for you in your life is for you to be conformed to the image of his son, whether you're a son or daughter. And that is, his, that is your starting block. That's why the kingdom of God, again, is not a meat and drink, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And this salvation is manifested and is brought to you through the power of the Holy Spirit, which resides in you, which manifests Jesus and the Father, and they live in you. You have a relationship with each of them, and that is your salvation that brings you into heaven when you die, and it allows you to walk out your destiny with him on the earth. This is the key element to walking in the kingdom. It opens up the kingdom so that you can walk in these things. And so you need Jesus. You need to get the righteousness of God in Christ by becoming righteousness. By simply receiving Jesus. Simply walking with him. Simply being repentant each day and humble before the Father. And then you come boldly before the throne of grace and bring your petitions. Now, this may be easier said than done sometimes. People say, oh, it's very simple. But a lot of times people have a hard time making a commitment. But if you want, if you want these nest aspects of the kingdom, and that is righteousness first, but now peace and joy. So let's talk about peace. So, let's think about it this way. you got hundreds of people, thousands of people, millions of people, whatever you want to say, that are going to the mountain, going on their uh, spiritual expeditions, you know, trying to find peace, trying to find inner peace. Look, Jesus paid that already. The chastisement of our peace was upon him when he died on the cross. He purchased peace for you. All you have to do is follow him. And you're probably saying, no, I don't want to follow him. I don't, I don't want someone to control my life. Look, the reason God wants to take control is because he is all-knowing, all-loving, all-righteous. He's perfect, and he has a perfect destiny for you. And he's bringing you this peace that he paid for with his blood. So let's look at a couple scriptures to help us understand that. First scripture. John 14, 27, Jesus himself said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives peace, because, again, you don't have to go to the guru or the mountain to get peace. I give unto you, I give this peace unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither be afraid. You eliminate anxiety, you eliminate depression, you eliminate fear, you eliminate trouble. Because you're always peaceful inside. This peace is permanent and complete. And to activate that peace is Philippians 4, 6, and 7. It says, be anxious for nothing, 
but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And then what will happen? It says, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall guard your hearts and minds through Christ. So the peace of God, you want that peace. Again, righteousness, peace, and joy. Man, if you got righteousness, you get the peace. If you activate the peace through prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, now you're rocking because you're right before the Father. You don't have to worry about, you know, eternal damnation. You don't worry about hell. And you're on a path of a perfect destiny. On top of that, you have peace as you walk this path. Even when things around you aren't peaceful, you have peace inside. And that'll keep you focused. It'll keep you trusting. It'll keep you working. It'll keep you doing what you're supposed to be doing for the kingdom. And that aspect of the kingdom is amazing. Okay, so number three. Joy. All right. Then he said unto them, now, this is, let's always remember, we always try to provide continuity between the Old Testament and the New Testament. In the Old Testament, here's what Ezra the high priest said to Nehemiah. He said in Nehemiah 8.10, you can look it up, Nehemiah 8.10, he said, Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, send portions unto them who have nothing. In other words, you'll have an abundance more for all. And then, to this day, this day unto the Lord is holy. Neither, don't be sorry, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now, that was during marking, making a day holy, feast unto the Lord. And the priest was saying, look, the joy of the Lord is your strength. He'll carry you through. If you read the story of Nehemiah, you know that he needed the joy of the Lord for what he did. And I encourage you to read it. But here's the thing. Jesus came and again, he purchased righteousness for us. He purchased peace for us. Now he purchased joy for us. John 15, 11, Jesus himself said, these things I have spoken unto you, that my joy may right remain in you, inside here, and that your joy might be full. <laughs> oh, when you have the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is inside. You have, it says in Hebrews chapter 1 that you were anointed with the oil of joy. You have the oil of joy. So when you're down and you're sad, that the joy of the Lord can come upon you through manifestation of the oil of joy through the Holy Spirit. And you can laugh in the face of adversity. You can laugh when you have a hard thing to do. I don't know how many times I have needed that joy and I have had it because I confess that I am anointed with the oil of joy. And as soon as I said that, man, a smile came on my face and the Lord's joy came over me. And you can walk in that too. That's the reality of the power of the Holy Ghost in your life. Is that these things manifest to you. I have had people say to me in the middle of circumstances going on in my life. And they'll say, how do you stay so calm? I said, because I have the peace of God ruling in my heart. It keeps me there. And you can have that too. I have the joy of the Lord. How can you be happy in the face of this? Because, I mean, it's not happiness. How can you even show any kind of uh, 
smiling or anything in, in the face of such adversity because there's so many things that go on in this world. And I say, because the joy of the Lord is my strength and the joy can be not be taken from me because it's manifested through the Holy Ghost who lives in me. He sustains me and keeps me. And then as far as the righteous walk that I walk, it comes from Jesus. I, I'm not doing this on my own. For, you know, Ephesians 2, 8, 9, every Christian should know that. For by grace you are saved through faith. It is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. You are completely and totally righteous before him. And he gives you his peace and he gives you his joy. So guess what that leads to? And that's our next scripture. That leads to Romans 5, 17. We're going to talk more about this in the future. But Romans 5, 17, it says, For if by one man's offense, my little uh, thing here is being stubborn. <laughs> right. Romans 5.17, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. You can reign in life. When you're the only one who knows the truth, you can share it. When you're the only one who has peace, when everything is not peaceful, when you're the only one who has joy, when nothing's joyful. People are going to look at you like you're crazy, but you have an opportunity now to tell them, the reason that I have this, the reason I can stand here in peace is because I trust my God, and it's a testimony to them. We overcome by our testimony, and it's a testimony to them that you are not shaken because your God is not shaken. And that means you can reign over problems and adversity and you can stand in the face of adversity and problems without being shaken and being uh, depressed and anxious because you have activated that peace of God that surpasses all understanding. You have received the oil of joy which keeps that smile on your face and keeps that laughter in your system and keeps that laughter coming out of you and that river flowing out of you of joy and peace and you will ignite others and encourage others and bring forth that kind of thing into people's lives oh oh i'm telling you the father says just move in that my my children move in that walk in it walk in the righteousness that is yours walk in the joy that is yours walk in the peace is your, that is yours says the lord and do the things i've called you to do no one will stop you the joy of your lord is your strength if the, if the devil can't get that joy, he can't steal your goods. And you just keep on walking in that joy, says the Lord. Walk in the joy, walk in the peace, and walk in the righteousness that I paid for through my son. And you will have, you will reign, and you will overcome. Because remember, the Lord has said, in the world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. Thank you. Now, I want you to um make sure that you come next week because we're going to have another segment and we're going to do another um teaching and we're going to go about more aspects of the kingdom and more about how you can reign in life thank you <music>